Shake and party, people. Chapter 188 of Bob's Fishbowl. I'm Bob Van Dyne. Or is still, absolutely no one calls me Tijuana Bob. Tonight's show, we're going to have to deviate from format quite a bit. Here's the reason why. I shouldn't even be doing the show tonight, and, and I think that'll become blatantly obvious in just a moment. But I feel like I do owe you some explanation as to tonight's deviation from format. And that is... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, one of my myriad of medical conditions, and I'm not complaining, there's 8 million people that have it worse. Don't feel sorry for me, I don't want your... I'm fine, I'm fine. That said, every now and again, I get, I get these really uncomfortable and unsettling tremors from, from spinal cord damage, and the medication I have to take to shut down the tremors, called gabapentin, I have to take so much of it it honestly kind of turns my belly and makes me not feel very good. It's halftime of the NBA Finals. I'm still in Phoenix. Patricio is over there. We've given the guitar the night off. We've given Fish B the night off. Basically in front of me, I just have seven quick items I want to run through because I love you. And then, and then we're just going to call it a wrap and look forward to tomorrow night. All right? That's the plan. But... Uh, no, no bullshit. We're just gonna, we're just, we're just gonna move through these things. Item one of chapter one hundred and eighty-eight is the idea of Mexican tariffs. Let me just read the news I got from uh, Politico. I started getting it from everyone about an hour ago. But President Donald Trump said he would impose a five percent tariff on all goods from Mexico until its leaders took unspecified steps to curb illegal immigration. I got to tell you, you know how much I love Mexico. You know how much of, of an affinity I have for the country, the people, the culture, the heritage. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Maybe, maybe I'm biased. But if we want to stop the flow of illegal immigration into the United States, is not the smartest thing we could do is in the entire us, Canada, and Mexico is think of ways to get Canada's, or excuse me, Mexico's economy humming as much as possible. The better the Mexican economy, the better the jobs, the less illegal immigration. This is so counterintuitive and stupid, there's only one answer to why the president would do this, and that's because his voters are scared of brown people. I hate to boil it down to racism again, but this makes no fucking sense. I mean, I haven't seen any of the pundits talk about it yet. I don't, maybe Fox News is applauding this as fucking genius. But this, this is dumb. A 5% tariff on all goods from Mexico? All of them? This is, uh, this is dumb. Item number two on my list. President Trump, you could tell he was, he was bothered yesterday by the statement by Robert Mueller. So today, uh, on his way to uh, Marine One to the helicopter on the South Lawn, President Trump, as he often does, stopped to talk to the reporters, the gathered media, and um, he went off for 17 minutes. I didn't have a chance to see it, and so I went and looked it up on YouTube, and seriously, th this was posted by CNN. 
CNN posted the following like like tagline for what this for what the 17 minute clip was of Donald Trump uh, speaking to reporters earlier today this morning. They literally put full Trump news dump on the South Lawn. That's that's what they wrote. CNN independent arbiter, to- totally non-biased. Like like when that's the knock against you, when that's the slam against you, some whoever posted this, I hope they're getting called in the office and I hope they've changed the name of it because really full Trump news dump on the South Lawn uh, you don't you don't need me to tell you anything about that. Item number three, USS John McCain. This story is obviously just just disgusting in every way that someone allegedly Trump didn't know about it, but someone you know obviously within the government that, that knows about the pre-planning of Trump events wanted the John S. McCain boat moved away from Japan so Trump wouldn't see it and the sailors with the hats of the ship that they're on gave them the day off so not to wear the hats around. So disrespectful. So awful. But here, if you're looking for the bright side to this, here it is, and, and just because I'm currently in Arizona, Pat, which way, which way did Arizona go in the last election? They go Trump or they go Hillary? Barely, gone. Barely Trump. I tell you what, this state, not everybody, but this state still has a lot of love for John McCain. Trump, Trump may be shoring up his base in other parts of the country, but Trump is almost guaranteeing himself he's going to lose Arizona. I mean, Kirsten Sinema, the Democrat, won the last uh, Senate. So, anyway, that's what I wanted to say about the USS John McCain. Uh, item number four on the list: Since we're watching the NBA Finals, can the Raptors really shock the world? It's Canada versus the NBA. This is—I uh, think this is going to be a hell of a series. I couldn't believe in the pregame, uh, Chauncey Billups, Paul Pierce, and Jalen Rose all picked the Raptors to win this series, which to me seems bananas. Uh, no, the Raptors, it'll be a hell of a series. All these games will be great. The series will be tied 2-2. Two to two. Then Golden State will win Game 5 in Toronto and seal it Game 6 back in Oakland. Golden State wins at 6. Can I get an amen, Fish B? Figured I'd bust out one appearance. Uh, in the world of sports, sticking there, one of the most horrible things I've ever seen at a sporting event I saw last night. Chicago Cubs, I believe the game was at Wrigley Field. Bad, and everyone that's ever been to a professional, professional baseball game, this is the nightmare. Batter steps in, line drive, third base line, straight into the forehead of a four-year-old girl. Straight into the forehead of a four-year-old girl. Taken to the hospital immediately. I've heard they don't know exactly what her recovery is going to be. She's not critical, I don't believe, but when you're four years old and get hit with a baseball going over 100 miles an hour off a bat, um... Not good for you. But this was so emotionally disturbing. Not only was it awful thinking about the, the batter that hit the ball 
broke down and started crying on the field. And like the other Chicago Cubs had to come around and they were like, they were like, everyone was that upset. It was that stomach turning. So I wanted to bring that up. And speaking of Chicago, see how we're doing this? I told you we were deviating. R. Kelly charged with 11 brand new counts of abuse, sexual assault in Chicago. Let's assume that R. Kelly, can he even afford bail? I mean, he shouldn't be able to, but we'll see what happens. I don't think the prosecutors are going to mess up this one. R. Kelly likely going to the clink for the rest of his life. Maybe he can stay with Bill Cosby. One last thing from the world of politics. And I was guilty of this too a few weeks ago, of kinding writing Beto O'Rourke off for the next presidency. But just this week, HBO premiered a brand new documentary called Running with Beto. And at first I'm like, oh shit. This is, this, this is like Vanity Fair all over again. He keeps shooting himself in the foot. This is coming at the worst time. But then, I, but then I watched it last night, and it's not about Beto running for president now. This is a documentary about his Senate run versus Ted Cruz, and he had the film crew there from the very start. And it is amazing to watch the momentum of his campaign, being the first candidate ever to drive to, I believe, all 254 counties in Texas. But he would literally start at the start of his campaign. No one knew him outside of El Paso. But the start of his campaign, this long shot campaign, shouldn't have had a chance. He's doing like these live Instagram Snapchat videos. Literally three, four, five people are watching. That's it. It's him, his wife, his kids in a minivan, and no one gives a shit. His first like 50, no one there. He's talking at events where there's 11 old people, and when he gets done talking, this is what happens. Three people go. That's where Beto started from in Texas. This documentary is actually great. I think this might be the best thing that ever happened to Beto. He might, we'll see. We'll see. I've heard uh, Patrick and I were talking last night. I've heard some, some very wise poli minds explain that the best thing that could happen when you're this far out from election is lower your expectations to the floor. I mean, it's just like this business. What you want to do is under-promise and then over-deliver, right? So when you can set those expectations to the floor, because in politics, this is a game of momentum. So we'll see what happens. I just wanted to, if you have, if you have HBO or know someone that does, uh, watch that doc and... Uh, that's all we're going to do tonight. I'm sorry. Hopefully tomorrow night we, uh, we feel much better. Uh, I'll leave you with the, uh, in the immortal quote of Sponge B, Square P, I believe in my imagination I can hold a rainbow. I love you.